This week on Show Me Your News. New alternate costumes in the Smash Brothers update. Project M All-Star vs. Mode and Summer Games Done Quick 2014 are discussed. Also, YouTube getting 60 frames per second, a Legend of Korra game made by Platinum, the all-male video game tournament is our hilarity of the week, and much more. We also start to formulate plans for our 7th anniversary stream festivities. Hey, Gaming World, I implore you to... Show me the news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's... Show me the news! Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com. Now, let's join the show. Welcome! Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I spent way too much in the rock band store today. I am Super, and I had a cookie, and it was good. I'm Tony, and I'm still eating chicken strips, yummy. Chicken! Well, we are part of the Show Me Your News Network at showmeyournews.com and our top stories today for episode 162 of the podcast on Sunday, July 6th, 2014. Coming off of our E3 episode with Damone Wilson last time, that was a lot of fun. And you sounded like it. <laughs> you, you caught half of it or so. Well, when I came to, like, it looked like yeah, I missed a little bit more than half. It looked like he had a lot to say. He did have a lot to say, and it was very good. He had a lot of city noise, which made for an interesting environment. Uh, I can't say we've ever had a show that you know, someone fun. just had it. You know, on location in New York. It was it was pretty great. Uh, but we have no guests today, and our top stories. We go through the Smash updates, and not a lot to talk about. But we'll you know talk about some new alternate costumes. Project mm-hmm. M announced a new mode for the Smash yes, Brothers it modification. and it Super can, certainly did. Super can tell you more about that because he was there when it was announced. Mm-hmm. The Summer Games Done Quick 2014 charity marathon stream raised a lot of money. We'll tell you how much and you know some of our, our memories of how we watched it and what you know runs we recommend watching. Hilarity of the Week, the all-male... Video game tournaments and uh, just why do people think this is a good idea? It's it's a pretty big fail. Uh, we have games in our story pool, games that are out recently, and we'll wrap up with our YouTube recommendations. It's a pretty short show today, uh, but that's for the best. And uh, we can maybe touch briefly on the end on how the Show Me Your News anniversary is on Tuesday. We're gonna be seven years old. Goddamn! I know. That's pretty crazy. We're going into kindergarten. So we're going to have a big, whole, long weekend of streams uh, for you next weekend, but we'll talk more about that at the end of the show. You were seven in kindergarten? I know. No, I was, I think, one or two. What? Like, first or second. Oh, I was one or or two years old in kindergarten. (laughs) Why? Did I never tell that story? I was a baby genius. 
Oh boy. Uh, no, wait, you guys you guys didn't kind of graduate at fifteen from college? You mean you already have like your PhD at this point? Is yeah. That, is that the school you've been taking? Yeah. Does anyone remember that uh smart guy show with Taj Maori? Mm, not really. Uh, I remember Doogie Howser. That was a good show. Oh. And then Neil Patrick Harris. Super! What are the games you've been playing this past couple weeks? I've been playing almost strictly Pokemon Fire Red Omega or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. The uh, the hacked version that had all 300, all 300 up to that point Pokemon. Funny that the new Ruby Omega and Alpha are out now, which well, kind of confuses They're going to be out, probably, not... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's be they're not out but I mean technically they're out just really old mm. but yeah I've been playing the hacked version because I had to drive to Florida and back so for a large majority of the time I just whipped out the uh, phone and just played with just one thumb on there oh. playing and, on the uh, phone it's great when you're doing it on Pokemon yeah yeah I can't imagine it's that difficult for Pokemon mm-hmm. especially with frame skip oh that's true yeah, you just make emulate it faster. I saw a really sad video today. Uh, it was uh, you know kids react to technology. You know the Fine Brothers and their whole series. Oh yeah. Kids react to the Game Boy. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh. Some knew the significance of the Game Boy. Some, on first glance, thought it was an iPhone case. <laughs> That's a. Adorable. So, if you want to feel sad and old, give that one a watch. Um, hey, they're missing out. I don't care. <laughs> um, Outside of that, I've been playing a lot of Project M, and yesterday was probably the worst tournament of my entire career. Oh. Yeah, it just did not go over well. I was, yeah, there, there was nothing going on in my head that day. But you made at least grand finals what? and doubles. That is true, but then we lost two sets in a row. Oh. Which was really, really sad to Lane and Anther. Ah, that is. That is throwing it old school back to my days in the competitive smash scene. Yeah, fighting a focused Lane. I mean, I have a lot of salt for that day because there was no reason why they weren't disqualified. <laughs> we fought grand finals and doubles four or five hours after we fought and we did winners' finals. Whoa. The East Michigan bias was so strong. That's Lane not was okay. Lane was missing for a good two hours before they started even considering disqualifying him. He was probably where they, getting high. He was probably getting so really here. Actually, what was funny is that, no, he looked pretty damn fo- focused for the time. He just I think he just left to do whatever because I think he knew he could get away with it. Well, you can get not high and then not high probably in the span of four to five hours. This is true, but you I would show up imagine as someone who has never smoked ever. So, mm, I uh, my roommate's a big pothead, so <laughs> Dude, you, you have secondhand experience. What, Tony? His buddies when they came to visit, like okay. he, he was the only one not getting high. <laughs> yeah, I like all three of the people who went to Orlando with me were kind of potheads, so <laughs> they were in they were just getting high on the balcony when I was at Tony's. So they were just waiting for Lane and Anther, even though... Not Anther. Anther was there all day, and Anther yeah. was just kind of like, where's Lane? Where's yeah. Lane? That, that where's sounds, Lane? That sounds like him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, but yeah, I was really salty, because Lane 
made pools go long in Project M. He made doubles in bra- Brawl take forever. He and he made <laughs> he kept pushing back Project M Grand Finals until I was way too tired and hungry to even consider playing this video game. Mm. And then forced to play the video game. And then I had to. Then I fought him in sing. Or I fought him in singles right beforehand, uh, and lost because like ah uh, Falco. I hate Falco. In a way, it's kind of refreshing for me that as the years passed, some things stay the same. Right, laying yeah. <laughs> and delaying tournaments and such. Yeah. A question so, I wanted to ask you about Fire Red Omega really quickly. You mentioned last time the the three different uh, starters of the yep. babies. Yeah, uh, Elekid, so, Smoochum, and Magby. So which one did you start with? I started with Elekid. Okay. I named him after my roommate for because I was going to do a naming my entire team after my friend's run. Mm. So, and Elekid becomes Electrobuzz, and I know he learned Thunder Punch and stuff, and like, and A2, which is what we call him, is like the punchy guy. Yeah. We just call him the punchy guy, because whenever he does a game, he chooses the punchy guy. Hmm. He just re- and he, when he plays Fallout Three, he does he downloads all these mods, so you can you're unarmed actually is cool, and you get like these crazy animations, so he can just be the punchy guy. But since and it goes so, up to Gen Three, it's no Electivire. No Electivire, but he 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 knows Fire Punch, or no, he knows Ice Punch, Thunder Punch, Mega Kick, and Mega Punch, or, or something like that. Punch no, guy and a kick. He's got punch, punch, kick, and uh, karate chop. I remember, hmm. <laughs> and and that covers so many types. It does. So at any point in the game, I can just send him out, and he just either punches or kicks things, and it's fantastic. Hmm. Anything else besides Pokemon Fire Red Omega and Project M? Uh, really not. I've been considering starting uh, a couple new games, but nothing's really taken hold just yet. Don't, don't make it sound like you didn't play a bunch of stuff when you came here. Don't, I mean, make it, don't make it seem like you didn't enjoy playing the shit out of Shadow the Hedgehog with me in two-player mode. <laughs> Dude, I like Shadow the Hedgehog when it's two-player mode because I none, none of the problems are my fault. I just get to just run around. And I know and that game good. Completely so. and utterly fail all over the place and, uh, and have no problems whatsoever. Okay, well then you have to at least mention the DuckTales jumping into the money. Dude, yeah. I, I jumped into the money in Ducktales and played one of one. I played the moon, which is a very odd level. And I just, I I just wanted silent. him to jump into money. I'm like, yeah. look how fucking fun this is. You can just jump into Scrooge's money pit. Was this, was this the, best part the, of the remastered game. or the original? Remastered. Remastered. Okay. There's a there's a, and I started finding out all these little things I could do about the money pit. Oh yeah, he was in it like way too long, and I enjoyed watching it every second of it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> like I, I knew which kind of jump arcs would get you different places and different animations. And look, if you do this, he does this, and if you do this, he does this. Hey, if if you're interested in the Ducktales remake, it does have its problems, but just jump into fucking Money Pit. Just trust me, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Definitely worth the price of admission because you get to jump in a Money Pit. Come I mean, on, guys. seriously, <laughs> you jump in a Money Pit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we did. We also did Sonic Adventure Two Battle, and Tony won. Oh, the that first didn't last run. long. <laughs> no, Tony did the first run, but then he learned why I pick Amy in that game. He didn't get to move. Yep, just like oh, last year's anniversary stream. Oh, <laughs> Tony, Tony kind of won that one, but like this one, I I felt like I could actually control my character a little bit. Did you get the battle DLC for the HD remake? Uh, yeah. Huh. 
I think I passed on that. I will say I like the menu better without it, so that kind of irks me. Because <laughs> it's the original Dreamcast-like menu, which yeah. is really fucking nitpicky, but it just looks really fucking cool to me. Japanese President's Aid on the menu for the win. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> that is a little weird, but it's Super, you, you, you done? Yeah, I'm done. I mean, okay. that, you're the one who made mine go longer. I know. I was just... I'll segue. I've been playing Adventure 2, and I did A-rank everything. Hmm. And now i got to raise my chow, and nice. I don't... I'll just do that existentially, just randomly. Also, it's named Super. I forgot I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the dark one's Yoko, too, but I haven't... He's just he's just he's just chilling in there. Good. He's just at chilling in there. Probably, at least Tony probably makes his dark chow differently than I do mine. Oh, do you just throw it against the wall? <laughs> no. I you can do that. Bracelet. Oh, okay. <laughs> throwing takes too long, but just, bounce bracelet is so quick. I just petted a lot with shadow, and that seemed to do the trick. <laughs> to be honest, though, I think like once I learned that you could be Eggman. In the Chow Garden, like I just, I was always in there as Eggman because his <laughs> his voice, everything was it's just super, fantastic. It's super funny, and he's so like big and awkward compared to everyone else. And also, you can fly his tails like that's such weird little details. You can drown in the Hero Garden, all kinds not of random, like extra shit. Not in the HD version; they took that out. Bummer. Uh, what else? Uh, I started Wolf Among Us. I think. Maybe I, I mentioned it last time. I played it a little bit. I've beat episode four. Episode four was way too short. Hmm. I don't, have you played these Yoko? I have them, but I'm looking forward to playing them, especially with the uh, season finale out this week. Yes, I'm glad I finished episode four because that cliffhanger was pretty brutal and it was really short. And I'm like, okay, I just gotta wait till Tuesday now. I think Walking Dead comes out this month too. So oh damn it, better. It's exciting. Uh, very, very good series, PCs. Yeah. Yes, PCs that can run Steam games. Yes. PCs that can run programs. <laughs> no, we can just leave it at run. run. <laughs> enjoyed, uh, very much enjoyed uh, Wolf of Wings. That was the last thing I played. But the most important thing I played was Shovel Knight. Yeah. That Yoko has on here. I, I have to ask, did you beat it? Oh, no. I didn't think so. <laughs> oh, no. It is... It is tough, and I am so bad at the retro 2D platformer. I bought it because a lot of people were giving it praise, uh, great reviews, great, you know... How long is it? It's about six hours, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like an hour and a half. I do have it on the list of what we could play, you know, uh, at the anniversary stream. I'm at about an hour and a half into it. Uh, right. I did the, the golden... World, which is like the first big one, so mm-hmm. like I, I can make progress. It's just it's slow progress for me, and I'm just, that's kind of how I feel. I'm just I'm not good at it. I, but be, I beat it, and it took tries. But I, I, the game is very well designed, in the fact that I never felt like it was the game's fault or oh, anything. Yeah, yeah. Just stuff like that. Music's great. Uh, they had the soundtrack on this site. You could just pay whatever you wanted. Yeah. I just like paid two dollars and got it. Uh, it's a very good game, very well designed, very pretty to look at. Like it's great. So uh, far, it's a lock for independent game of the year. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, just really intuitive, very like you can do like all the functions you do at the beginning are pretty much like you can go through the whole game with them. You get extra like 
power-ups, but it's all just extra stuff. Yeah. Uh, the thing I wanted to say, though... Uh, uh, so, yeah, he's saying it's hard. I'm saying it's kind of difficult, too. And it's funny because I read the IGN review and the guy was like, it's too easy. What? What? I'm like, no. are you fucking serious? No. Huh. Okay, no. IGN reviewer. And I'm not, I'm not saying that he, he didn't find it, like, easy or whatever. I'm just saying, like, I'm dying a lot. Like, there's one stage I died a lot. It took me a long time. I, I beat it and I persevered and I, I do think I'll probably run through it faster the next time. But it's tricky, I think, if you're not... Those NES games are hard as nails and I think it's a little inspired from that. And it's not as hard as some of them, but it's... I mean, fuck, man. It's it's Mega Man platforming. It's DuckTales with the Pogo. You get some Zelda 2 in the town. Um, wall yeah, Chicken. It, wall Chickens in Castlevania there. It's, it's a legitimate difficult. It's not a, you know, cheap, you know, dumb difficulty, but... It's it's legitimately hard. I'm glad that they don't rely on the live system because that's such an outdated oh, the archaic checkpoint, The checkpoint system is fucking brilliant. Checkpoint system is great. Uh, you, can, you, know, you can bust the checkpoints for money if you want and up the true, difficulty for yourself. It's, it's and when you risk. die, you lose money and you can pick it up on your run through if you get that far again. And that is the nice thing about it. But if you try going for your money and then you die, well, then you lose it. Um, mm-hmm. So I see that eventually being my struggle with the game like... I'm gonna have no gold for these upgrades, like in health and whatnot. So just spend your money often is all I can tell you. Good boss design too, though. Um, you know, not you know relying on a set pattern. It's mm-hmm. you just really have to study the boss's movement. It's, it's almost random what they're gonna do. They have like you know five or six move, three or four, five, six moves at their disposal, and it's you know pretty smart. And you just gotta pay attention. They're tough. Oh, I wanted to tell you too. There's another town later on, and you can get different armor. Mm-hmm. And each armor has different uh, attributes, and one of them is uh, losing like half as much gold. Wow! So I use that most of the run through until I got mm-hmm. like needed. So and there's a butt mm-hmm. mode apparently. Butt mode? I haven't used that yet, but, <laughs> but it butt. replaces all the major words with butt. <laughs> butt mode. Butt mode. This reminds me of the vagina monologues. Yes. Anything else you've been playing, Tony? Hmm. That's about it. I'm just waiting for uh, Wolf Among Us. I might start Child of Light here soon, too. Yeah, I gotta start Child of Light. I also have to start uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War. That's also another short game, and probably in like the same vein of like the Telltale games, so with its storytelling and you know minimal quick-time event-like action. Um, but I actually played the past couple weeks. I tried Wii Sports Club, because I've been buying each of them steadily, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna wait until all of them are out. Well, it like pre-installs on your Wii, whether you want it to or not. More or less, but... It like updates and I deleted it. But they have like a little free-to-play system. So like you can pay like a dollar or two for like a 24-hour pass, or you just pay 10 bucks and get like the whole sport just to keep. And so they did that for the first three. They did that for, uh, for tennis, for golf, and for bowling. And now they just uh, released baseball and boxing as a combined $10 pass. So it's 40 bucks overall. When it hits retail later this month, um, I had difficulty. God, this is gonna sound so much like f- white first per- or first world problems, <laughs> first person problems. Jeez, uh, I'm not able to get the Wii remote picking up well on my system with the Wii U downstairs on the projector. I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm holding the Wii remote. I, I tried streaming this at one point. I'm holding the Wii remote just, you know, ready for tennis and in the ready screen where you see like 
you know, doubles of your me there, my me's are going, like swinging their racket just back and forth, like almost just spazzing out uncontrollably. And I'm sitting here like, I'm just holding the Wii remote. What the fuck is happening right now? You've got super jittery hands and you don't even know. I, I guess so. And you can kind of see like the bottom of like the hand for like the pointy pointer finger of the Wii remote, like just moving very slightly, but it should not be enough to register as a full swing back and forth, back and forth, back, 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 back and forth. Like, so I tried messing with some of the, you know, the, uh, the sensitivity settings. That didn't really work. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just my setup on a projector here that it does not, you know, work well with the Wii remote. Uh, so that was frustrating. So I tried playing Wii Sports Club. I figured that'd be a game I could go through and experience in HD and beat again, but I could hardly play. That was frustrating. You never play casual games. I, I guess that's the lesson here. <laughs> Super, Super, who's yelling in the background? You keep maybe muting at, it to maybe like at Rob try Joe's to hide place. it. <laughs> he may be at Rob Joe's place. Someone came over and now they're yelling at each other. Yay! It's so, not the city, but it'll do. Right. Um, so we already talked about Shovel Knight. Play a little bit of that. Um, hoping to continue more, but maybe we'll see what happens at the anniversary. And uh, arriving from Gamefly was Conception 2, Children of the Seven Stars. Well, uh, what to say about this game? I've never heard of it. Conception so, and Children in the title, so you think it'd be more adult, but I feel like I've made this joke before. You're actually not entirely far off. Uh, this is a uh -huh. game by Spike Chunsoft, and it's published by Atlas. So I'm like, an Atlas RPG, I'll put it on my Gamefly queue, it'll come in, I'll give it a try. And I've dropped it, uh, because the battle system is not conveyed well at all. They do a terrible job of explaining these different mechanics, and it's, oh, it's just very awkward in that way. And I'm just like, I'm not seeing this battle system as fun and you're saying you're going by these things so quickly you're not explaining them you're saying this is very important but you just breezed over this and uh, it's entirely frustrating so it's part dungeon crawler with strange quadrant based uh, battle mechanics with chains and um, it's it's a mess they don't convey it well at all and then uh, mixed with like dating sim, visual novel kind of stuff. Uh, and the idea is like there's these dark portals opening up across the world with monsters coming out, and you are. You know, oblivion. You are marked with a special sign by the star god, uh, like these other female companions, and you also have a few male companions as well. So when kind you, of oblivion. Kind of. And then you get to this university. And you're, you know, marked for your potential. But, whoa, you have this crazy potential as a male. And then, you know, these female classmates, they're ranked S, you know, for their abilities as well. And there's the process of <coughs> classmating, where it's basically fusing um, your energies to create star children, which are these little demi-god sort of creatures and I'm listening there's all these different factors to you know what makes these little star children stronger and then you take them into battle with a female of your choice into these dungeons 
And then the game got super weird when during the downtime and you're communicating and trying right to... then did it get weird. Yeah. <laughs> Only right then. Class mating. Nah, not weird. Now we're in the weird stuff. All right. The, it, it's, it's very Japanese because these, these classmates are 16 to 18 years old. And they're talking about oh, how you can spend time with them. And then they show a tutorial for a touch mode. And I'm like, nope. We're done here. We're done, game. I'm sorry. Wait, I get your part I was waiting for. I get your Japan. I get you're on 3DS and Vita. It has a touch screen. Mm. <laughs> but a 26-year-old American male... That's weird, man. I'm done. With that and the battle mechanics, like I, I wanted to give the game a try. And there's of course jiggle physics and you know, panty shots and the like. I mean, it's super. Add this to our grump list. We'll get to one day. <laughs> it would make a good grump game. It's just not a game that I'm gonna continue playing. So. Oh, I don't blame you. That's weird. Back to game flight goes. So. I'm hoping to play Valiant Knights or Valiant Knights, Valiant Hearts, next though. So, <laughs> you slap them around. Yeah. Uh, I did not get uh, Acro Lance in the the Twitch chat is asking what happens in that mode. Lol, uh, did not get to actually try it, but they're like, "Ooh, and you'll get to you know have this mode." They showed a screenshot where there were like different circle points around different parts on the girl's body. I'm like, "We're gonna, we're just gonna stop this right now." <laughs> they're 16 to 18 years old, like. That's enough. Speaking of enough, that's all for what are you playing. Let's get to our headlines. We start with the Smash Brothers update. Uh, looking at the Miiverse updates for the new Super Smash Brothers game. Not a lot to talk about. But we'll, we'll cover what we can here. We start on uh, June 20th. Looking at Donkey Kong's third special attack, Storm Punch. You know, from that game where he... Tornado punch fever. He, he creates winds and, and tornadoes out of... I would have rather have his dash attack from Donkey Kong 64. I think his dash attack in Project M, which is just the role, is perfect how it is. Yes, that is perfect how it is. But let's be honest, they can't take that anymore. Because that would be a very overt taking. <laughs> right. They've taken enough. Uh, right. so this looks like the neutral B with the... You know, added effect onto it because you do have the customized movesets, uh, which we did hear a little bit about at E3. Um, and uh, interesting uh, translation. We were talking about this before the show. Uh, it says each fighter is stocked with twelve different special moves. The number of, of <laughs> the number of attacks is pretty appalling. We don't we don't think that was translated right. I, no. I am just disgruntled by all of these choices. Yeah. Um, if you want to say appalling, maybe try revolting, but I don't think that's what you mean, translators. Uh, shocking, maybe. Surprising, maybe, absolutely. Maybe Sakurai's really fucking annoyed with the Ashore. <laughs> He's like, Nate Beeldorf, you said real menus items, I did not want that translated, and now this. I'm sick of it. Fight. <laughs> but what about the one from the next day, though? What is this? I don't know, man. It looks like the Katamari Damashi cutscenes or some shit. Um, kind of. With, like, old Kid Icarus or something, but I honestly do not know. There's, like, some big fairy for those listening in audio, and she's all pixelated. There's another smaller fairy, but Rosalina's right there, and this fairy's, like, one and a half times her size. Uh, my guess, judging from the background there with the blue and the green grass, blue sky, green grass... If you've and this is a Wii U screenshot, by the way. 
if you've seen the Pac-Man stage for Wii U, it is so very simplistic. Mm. 2D, like 8-bit. So I'm guessing this is what it's from. And I don't know what these little boots with the blue feather are there. Maybe it's another, some kind of Namco item. But I'm guessing what that's what this is from. Uh, the the caption is no help as it says, Is this a match made in heaven? Remember, no matter how big you may be, there is always someone bigger. Bigger oh, in what way? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's Ridley. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Ridley. <Still> Ridley. <laughs> Ridley. Oh, fuck, don't. Ridley in the smash. Uh... Link gets his Skyward Sword tunic. Sort of. Sort of. Um, Was it white? Yeah, yeah, sort of. I mean, Skyward Sword tunic is like, it looks like his original clothes that he starts the game in. Yeah. So kind of like the way Project M has done Outset Link for Tune Link, but not nearly as much effort. In a way, but here's my question, though. I mean, with all of the, the different costumes that they've come up with for all these different characters... Why could you not get rid of Link's hat? I mean, at the start of Skyward Sword, Link does Dude. not have a hat. He's Dude, a trainee. He's, there. he's a trainee in the night, you know, night school essentially, and you know, getting that hat too is too much uh, effort. <laughs> it's it's too much effort to put, you know, pink hoodie on Little Mac. It's too much effort to do wireframe Little Mac, but now we we can't take Link's hat off. It's iconic and too much effort. Iconic, you're sounding like Ubisoft right now. Uh, with, uh, what is it? A- Aiden Pierce's iconic baseball cap? Mm, yes. Mm. Uh, get some more balloon fight. We've seen this stage already on 3DS. Good to see that. Nabbit stole Luigi. Nabbit stole Luigi. What's up with that, Tony? Uh, I don't know. It's one of those. Um, Nabbit's the boss of the stage. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's pretty clear. It's like, here's Nabbit, who appears in the Mushroom Kingdom U stage, so he only appears here, so he's basically the yellow devil of that level. That's an interesting point. Uh, I hope he, he can turn him isn't off. Isn't he a good guy, though? Usually. For Luigi U. So, I mean, in the original game, he just stole your stuff and ran off, so... Oh, that's true. He's basically just the new tech. Down to, like, his entire everything. Different Mies have different attributes, as we probably suspected. Uh, you know, smaller Mies are going to be faster, more lightweight. Bigger Mies are going to have you know be more power based. Fatter Mies only get two jumps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is kind of carried over with the whole idea that Mies are not going to be able to be used in with anyone mode online, because like we talked about last time, you know, you don't want to have like Hitler versus Jesus versus Obama. <laughs> Etc. Um, yes, but you could with your friends. I mean, they don't want to know. Tournaments. Yeah, I, I feel like this is the nail in the coffin for the ter- for me fighter in competitive scenes, though. How so? Too much, too much differences. Like, oh, I have a me. I don't know if it's gonna be a speedy me or a power me, and I can't tell just from the picture that he chose. Yeah, your so, me's I mean, have to be the exact right height. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I mean, our tournament's gonna try and force different like me sizes. I mean, the moose will be similar, but uh, I'm not sure, guys. It's I don't envy, speculation. I don't envy the people who have to make the rules in this game. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ow. That's very true. I, especially with all of the different, you know, move customizations and then the badges, what have you, that they can attach. So 
you know, sacrificing one attribute at the loss of another, and it's going to be interesting to see how that all works out with competitively. I had ultimate, but I didn't have any. Uh, we see Poppint. Or, or what's his other Pe name? Pedo Pant. I remember a post a long time ago when they did like a smash update for uh, Popant, and somebody was like, he's throwing candy and presents out of his pants, more like Pedo Pant. <laughs> I don't know if anyone fucking remembers that, but it's always stuck with me. I do not. Uh, and then we see just, yeah, it's just extra characters. And this month, though, for July, this is where we start getting into the alternate costumes. And we see, you know, Little Mac in, in boxer shorts almost. He's in his pink hoodie. Uh, Little Mac with a lot of different customization options for his uh, costumes, which is really nice. Yeah, I love Little Mac. Mm -hmm. uh, and like he, Sakurai notes that this wasn't shown at E3, like uh, Link with Skyward Sword tunic. So there's hope yet for all these different uh, you know, different colors, like Fire Rosalina. I've noticed but that, that, that uh, could just be a color, though. Like, yeah, well, one of the things the Smash community also noted is that the E3 version was very late or a very early build because uh, people were noticing a lot of a lot more cleanup and a lot more uh, detail in some of the promo videos that was not present in the E3 demo. So, you know, what we saw in the demo was some pretty early stuff from a couple months ago. Did you hear the uh, the rumor? And again, it, it's probably a case of picks or it didn't happen. But I saw some post on Smashboards where someone was claiming that at a Best Buy demo, they did random, and then someone came upon a very unfinished Ganon as a part of a bug. I have not heard about that. Like had his Twilight Princess look. You know, a game crashed pretty soon after they had to restart the the unit. Again, yeah, it's a. It is a case of Pixar didn't happen. Would not be surprising to see Ganondorf. This game is right. duly in need of villains as playable characters, uh, but it would be interesting. Well, to I see. mean, it is definitely a Pixar didn't happen, and I'm going to go ahead and call it that it didn't happen because as soon as Ganondorf would have showed up, we live in an age of technology where everyone's smartphones would have been out that instant into That's pictures. True. That's uh -huh. true, yeah. There's no way it would have gone without being pictured. That's just a all part of, of the a bunch uh, of fans in line for a Nintendo game. They're super excited for. <laughs> yeah, none of them care about something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's all it's all part of the drama that's you know leading up to this. And you guys, you gotta th you think about this. The game comes out on 3DS in Japan on like September 13th. You mm. gotta think like at least a week beforehand. Somehow yep. it's gonna leak. We're gonna know. We're gonna know the final roster for this game in about a couple months. Oh, I know. It's awesome. That's I remember. I remember it all the, like, do you guys remember when Brawl came out in Japan and just the slow trickle of, like, here's Bowser, here's G Game of Watch, like, just slowly mm -hmm. kind of trickling in from, like, uh, like uh, subspace images and stuff. Yeah. It's really oh, yeah, fun. Subs oh, geez, like, Wolf, and, and we're like, holy crap, Toon Link. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> the Nightmare roster was real. Yeah. The nightmare. I, I think the Game Atsu... Roster I do too. For, for the newcomers, at least, is real. Yeah, we just don't know about veterans, which is still kind of fun not to know. It's it's fun not to know, and I think we can make you know certain assumptions. I would not be surprised at all if uh, if like that leak said, you know, Lucas is not in, you know, just giving his move set differences to Ness and just have that be part of the customization. Ganon, I think you can at least you know try to re rework some of his move set a little bit. 
I think Wolf's going to be the same vein as Lucas. Like yeah. they're just going to add his like alternate moves to Fox and Falco. I hope Falco doesn't get cut. Really hope that they remove Falco and Lucas and just turn their extra moves into the customizations cuz that would just that would <laughs> force an interesting um dilemma onto the tournament scene. Like, all right, people want their Lucas and here's his moves, but yeah. their customizations and also, you know, Falco. The, the customizations are just like they're a good reason to get rid of clone characters without actually getting rid of them. This is a good point. Uh, what about the Mega Man's on July 3rd? Uh, I hated this update for one big reason. X. Pick of the day. Mega Man.exe and Mega Man, Mega Man Volnut. They appear only for a split second, but the modeling is so detailed. And if that's the case, and I thought to myself, that their alternate costumes keeping with the vein of what you've been showing us. Great. And then, no, how can we not use it for trophy creation? I'm like, you rat bastard. You son of a bitch. I didn't think about that, but that would be, like, really fucking cool. Like, that was like, that looked like where that was going. I'm like, alright, we just saw, we just saw some alternate costumes, like, for two days in a row. How about, how not? And then especially he immediately went not. Especially for those specifically, because they're probably the same height. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. Like, I understand like though? X is a little taller and stuff, so I mean I get that kind of stuff, but but I mean you can easily do some like modeling over Mega Man just to make him X like. Yeah. What a troll! A, I was talking to a buddy about alternate costumes, and we kind of he came to the conclusion that I was saying I would like to see like Shadow and uh, Metal Sonic because I mean same proportions and whatever. But he brought up the point they probably won't make it if it's like a completely different character. If that happened, people on Meverse would flip their shit. Yeah. Because Shadow is like one of the most requested characters on there, and it baffles me why. And he's an assist trophy, too. He's very exactly. confirmed yeah. as an assist trophy. Exactly. It, it went on a funny uh, tangent joke about, like, oh, we might get Dr. Mario back. And then we're like, what if Dr. Mario isn't the same Mario? Hmm. They got really, Strong. Very interesting. Uh, the Pac Man maze. Pac Man. On 3DS, uh, looks like an interesting stage. I wish the same could be said for the Wii U stage. Yeah, because that one looks kind of dumb. I just want to point I mean, out once again that I fucking love Pac-Man because of how fucking happy he is. Like he has won me over with his happiness. Yeah, it's a great design. They they definitely picked the right design as opposed to you know, like Pac-Man 2 or you know the new the new Pac-Man design. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> it is really I hope bad. it's an alternate costume just for like mind games. Mm. Oh my god, that's so gross. Get him out of here. <laughs> Beat him away with the stick. Looking at the stage, I mean, if it weren't for the, the ghosts, this would actually be an interesting double skate stage. It would. There's a, oh my goodness, you got people talking up the storm, I'll tell you what. Uh, Why are they, like, in the same room, like, yelling? <laughs> kind of is there other the, rooms in the place? They're in the other rooms. That's fantastic. So, don't mind Super as he mutes and unmutes his mic. Uh, but I'm going to have to ask you, Super, because that's really all of the, the Miiverse updates for these past couple weeks. It's been a, a bit of slow trickle of news. We hope for another Nintendo Direct soon, maybe. Another character reveal, that'd be nice. Uh, but... On Project M, which is the Super Smash Brothers more technical modification uh, for Let's just be Ball, honest, the better game. The better game. 
that kind of rewrites Super Smash Brothers Brawl on the Wii. A game that you play competitively. You were down yep. in Florida. I was. And you saw this announcement. Tell us about it. Uh, so being inside a large room with a giant fighting ring, like boxing ring in front of you and having them bring down this giant projector for this announcement was quite something. Mm. And then when the screen turns on, we're like, and we have an announcement. And I'm sitting there next to my buddy and I'm like, all right, so what do you think it is? And he's just kind of like, I'm not really sure. I'm thinking maybe like Ridley or something. And I'm like, you know, I, I think they're not going to do Ridley. So if it, if it is a character, it's got to be Ridley. But it could be that one thing we were talking about, like that Marvel mode. And like the Marvel mode has been talked all about a lot uh, among the community. It's just like, can they do a character switch on the fly or after stocks? And lo and behold, they announced it, it and here, here it is. All-Star versus mode. Mm. It is a mode in which you choose a lineup of characters by going on the character select screen. You choose how many stocks you have, and that's how many characters you basically get. Oh, interesting. Um, and by choosing, like, so let's say you do four stocks. Then on the character select screen, you change a character's costume or color, and then you choose that character, and then you relift up your token, and then you choose your your costume, and then you put the token back on the character, put a token on a character, and this is how you choose your character color and costume. Mm-hmm. So you have to change it. You have to change your costume before you you set the marker down. I'm really surprised they were able to program this, to be honest. Right, it's kind of crazy. And then after you do that, um, you just start the you put your your chip on your final character, and you start the game. If you put your chip down on too many characters, it'll knock the fir- it'll knock the guys off. It'll only do the, mo- the most recent up to the number. Okay. So if you put your chip down on five characters and there's only four stocks, the first character you put down will be forgotten. Interesting. If you only put your chi- your chips on two characters and you have three stocks, it'll go down to it'll go back to the first character you put down. Major Moses is asking: Is there some indicator of how many characters you've picked? No. Interesting. They aren't miracle workers. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sure I'm they're still, going. I'm, I'm sure they're going to try. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to try. I th- I'm sure they're going to try and use the uh, some sort of ported function from Subspace Emissary, which is where this is from. Ah, uh, that's a good point. Uh, this entire this entire list is from the Subspace mode. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. If no one had caught on. Uh, so I'm hoping that maybe they'll try and do a visual on your character, like on your icon screen, but I would not, you know, I would not guess that's going to happen. So I'm assume- not complaining. I'm, like, happy with this, oh, yeah. regardless. Assuming that you cannot duplicate characters. I mean, you can duplicate characters because, you know, if you... What, what do you mean by duplicate? So let's say, like, if I started with Peach... Yep. And then I say, like, let's do Toon Link. Can yep. I go back to Peach? Yeah. Ah. Or I could do Peach, like, back to back. Yeah. Oh, and I'm pretty sure you could even load different costumes yeah, just different with costumes, Peach. Probably. Yeah. So you could run with Peach, and then Fire Peach, and then Shadow Peach. Hmm. If you, you so felt like it. Uh, this is a stupid question, but random works, right? No. Damn nope. it! Damn, that's all I wanted to do. Oh. I, tried to, I tried to tell you guys earlier via Twitter when I saw you guys talking about it, you cannot use random. Random is a removed option. Whether or not they will bring back random for this, 
I'm not sure. Project M, guys, come on. What about us random mains for life? Come on. Let's get that random back in in a future just, update. Let's do it. They're just going to tell you to close your eyes and pick one. <laughs> uh, Major Moses says, I think they could do it like they had those little markers for the alternate costumes in the original release for 3.0. Those were actually part of the picture. Yeah. Those weren't like little extra markers. Those were just some, those were just um, an added mark on the pic, on the character picture. Yeah, all part of the image. Yeah, it was all part of the image. It but wasn't got, anything you extra. You got to see a match though with this playing out. Yep, I did see a match. It was uh, Reflex Wonder versus Wizrobe versus. Well, I kind of forget after that point. But uh, the Ike play the. Uh, I can't even remember the winner's name because he was a Florida player. Who just did really well and got himself some luck, but uh, no wait, the winner was Reflex Wonder with Wario Man, mm. because they they said Fighter Mania and then they gave us basically some Nintendo esque rules, but it was uh, Smash Balls on low on their CEO stage, which had a lot of funky looking stuff in it. Ah. Uh, what it had, but uh, the CEO stage was really cool to look at. It was a lot like the one for Smash Four, but somehow not nearly as annoying. <laughs> No uh, light fixtures at the top that Kirby no. could abuse. Yeah, but there was a lot of camping, a lot of camping on this stage. Basically, everyone was suddenly hungry box. <laughs> but it basically went down to uh, one of the hilarious matches beforehand, before they showcased the mode, was Wizrobe as Sonic, and it was literally a three-on-one against him. Because <laughs> once Sonic took the Smash Ball, it was all over. <laughs> and he this got is a good point. Yeah, and but was Rob one because he got the Smash Ball and it was all over. Uh, but oh, uh, that man. was a lot I of love fun. playing as Sonic, but like when we have items on, like people are like don't fucking pick Sonic. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't make his final Smash that. Right. If it was my choice, it would be Donkey Kong because I don't personally like using them. Ooh, final Smash also seemed a little weaker in Smash Four. So. Sonic's final Smash, a maybe a little bit, not like knock, not too much. Knockback, but. Yeah, but you can still combo it, so it doesn't matter. You can just go straight up with them. Mm, that's true. Um, no, I mean, kudos to the Project M guys. I mean, they, they do amazing work, as we all know. Um, I'm super hyped for this mode. Definite this hype mode for this. It's really interesting in that we might see a completely new tournament scene come up from yeah. it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, this could definitely change a couple things. It'll definitely start as a side tournament. And I, I told everyone, it's like, we're going to start with $2 side tournaments because $1 no one really takes seriously. But I want to see what happens when we take this a little seriously. $2 with like 16 people, you're walking away with, you know, 25 bucks in your pocket if you win. Yeah. That's a big number for a lot of people. So by doing a $2 pot match, we'll see how this works as a, as a competitive aspect. And you might start seeing this as like actually huge stuff. Definitely exciting, but needs random. No, it yes! random, but it definitely it, it definitely needs like the option for full random because like trying to get random to work in this I can see being just the most horrifying thing. But the main reason you're probably not seeing random is because it is a ported subspace function and there's no random in that. Yeah, I get that it it would just not be a thing for a competitive, but that would be all I'd play. It's just random every stock. Are you kidding me? Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be but so fun. Very exciting, though. I would love to see the random money matches happen now because they'd be, <laughs> no, no one would know what was going on at any time. I know. It'd be so fun to watch, man. 
the summer Some... games done quick marathon stream uh, completed several days ago. Uh, they ran for about you know seven to eight days. Uh, last year, I think they got about two hundred fifty thousand ish for their summer games done quick stream. Now AGDQ, the awesome games done quick, which usually happens in uh, in winter, that went over a million. Uh, so for this stream to get you know, seven hundred seventeen thousand. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a, lot, amazing. a lot of money flying out. Now we recommended it at the end of uh, last episode because that was starting very soon. And uh, basically, for those that don't know, it's it's just a week long marathon of stream runner or stream. <laughs> my God, I can't even talk. Of speed runners from all Old over the world. Runner. <laughs> Speedrunners on stream, <laughs> therefore streamrunners. Yeah. Bam. Uh, Speedrunners from all over the world playing a whole bunch of different games, raising money for charity, different you know donation incentives, prizes. Uh, they had partnerships from Humble Bundle this year, so they got a good chunk of money from a Humble Bundle where you chip in $25 and got about 10 games. Uh, that was a really good deal. Some good games there with like, you know, Dustin Elysian Tail, Guacamelee, Psychonauts, uh, among others. Um, how much of this did you guys get to catch? I didn't get to see any of it, but I definitely need to go see like Banjo Tooie because that's like oh, yeah. that's my thing. And I tried. I to saw see I saw some of Guacamelee, some of I saw almost all of Symphony of the Night. That was interesting. Mm. Shield dashing for days. Yeah, Guacamelee uh, is a great game. I, I did not see that one uh, sped run. I tuned in for a good chunk of the Mega Man block because as terrible as I am to play Mega Man games. I really do watch, uh, enjoy watching them sped run. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, I watched, I watched a couple of those. The number I watched Mega Man three, and I saw Mega Man five Game Boy, and mm-hmm. but I ended up missing Mega Man X Stream and Mega Man X Stream two, and I heard Mega Man X two was sped run, and I really wanted to go and watch that, but I did not. That I was, was not... a that was a four way race for X two, and is a a two person race for X. Uh, oh. The X one came down pretty close. The wire yeah, oh, I, I think I saw the X one. I, I don't know if they were right after each other, but uh, I love the Mega Man X games. Uh, some legit streams that I saw that I would recommend. The very first one was Super Mario 3D World. That was amazingly impressive. Oh, fuck that guy. I didn't see that. I that didn't was see that last stage. so oh, good. Shit. <laughs> Wait, what? He, there was a donation last... incentive for Champions Road. Oh? The very last stage and... First try, like no problems with him, and he, you know, beat the game. You know, 170 green stars and Meowser and all that uh, in less than two hours. I think the part that pissed me off, like really hard, like him doing that effortlessly, was infuriating. But so if you play that stage, you know how fucking hard it is. Oh, yeah. But the part that pissed me off more than anything is there's this really happy, fun pipe at the end you go through. He's like, I like to jump on top of the pipe. <laughs> just skip all the curves of the pipe. And I'm like, oh, you know, just, yeah, just do that. Yeah, yep, sure. Yep. <laughs> that, gosh, he did a lot of amazing jumps. And some of the peach jumps, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's it's a great run. I do recommend watching that. Uh, Sly Cooper, the Thievius Raccoonus. Watch that one as well. Flipping his shit. Because that was great. Oh, uh, I have a... Uh... Question: The uh, speed run in Mario World. Did he switch characters on the fly a lot? Um, yeah, between levels, uh, depending on you know what the level called for. Mario was only used once, just like to. Oh, we'll have Mario during the uh, the boss battle where you're putting like the the metal 
uh, character into the different pipes. Uh, just because it doesn't really make a difference. But a lot of Luigi for the jumps, a good amount of Peach, and a good amount of Toad, too. Just Toad for the speed, and Peach to make long, crazy jumps. I think Luigi was probably used the most. Huh. Yeah, I would yeah, imagine Toad would have gotten been used the most, but uh, I mean, too. with a lot of crazy jumps, I mean, I can imagine seeing Luigi and Peach out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were some of the other games I watched? But yeah, definitely Sly Cooper was definitely a good one to watch. Um, I did, yeah, I, saw, I caught a good bit of the Mega Man games. Mega Man. Uh, I'm just trying to scroll through here. I want to be the Boshi was also really well done. Or be the Boshi. I saw, I see, I saw some of that. That was really good. Super Meat Boy was also very impressive to do a 106% run in less than two hours. And then Doba just finished playing the game. And he just, he'd probably, you know, like, God damn it. Yeah, I know. Uh, Dust, I saw that speed run for Dust and Elysian Tail. Uh, using the PC port, there's apparently a glitch where using the map, you can use your mouse and basically just to click on any you know, square to go to, even if you haven't unlocked it yet. So that was done in less than a half hour, like 21 minutes. Um, so that was a little wild. Uh, gosh, what else? Now, I, there's, there's just a, so much stuff here over eight days. And I, I do recommend the Metroid Fusion was a great run for a 1%, you know, three-way race. Um, 1% three-way? Uh... Yes? No, I was just like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Three way. No, not. Why? <laughs> there, but yeah. No, words, a three, three person race, 1% run on fusion, where just to have one missile that you pick up. Also, for the first time, I believe it was run, uh, Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door. Yeah, I saw like that was a thing, and I'm like, I want to do that, but then I was just away. I saw the second half of that, and that was pretty damn impressive. Um, it's like when I was thinking of the game. I'm like scared to look at. Uh, like, it gets cool to me that they can do that, but that's like a game I don't want to run through fast because I enjoy it so much. Right. Yeah, he was doing a lot of, uh, like when you're down to, you know, crisis, like when you're at one HP yeah. or whatever. Yeah, mm. the peril mode and all that. Yeah, peril. And then let me guess, he ran through most of the game with uh, five health because he got his uh, HP sw- uh, lowered, mm-hmm. but his like FP and badge points it raised, right? Started at one one HP, and then he got that badge that made peril kick in at five. So then he did that, and you know, put it all on mostly on badges, uh, some on some on FP, but then mm. like his damage that he was kicking out is just like fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, twelve, and it's like that just racks up quickly like nothing's gonna hit you when you got stuff like that yeah. much and that's that's exactly the point you're not like a balanced mario so that doesn't super always plays like that and i never like one part oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm full batch power guy but i don't do the 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 danger mario setup mm-hmm. it's just look it's too ridiculous it's just like yeah but then i have to be on point the entire time no i just want my powerful mario mm-hmm. he yeah. did that in under the six hours and i saw like the last half of it and it was it was pretty impressive uh, Puzzle League or Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, the Game Boy Color on intense difficulty. That was crazy. Uh, Pokemon Snap, that was done pretty quickly. Uh, I was disappointed by the Pokemon Gold run, though, because in a SGDQ past, I believe, for the last year, or no, it was AGDQ 2013, so not this last one, but the one before, there was a great run by Worcester 
for Pokemon Gold, where he took this Pokemon that he used the daycare and manipulated some data. And he basically had this Croconaw with Geodude's moveset at like level 100 and it didn't obey him. And he was taking it through the game. Uh, so the run was like about two hours long and he fell just short of... Because uh, he couldn't use any items on it. If he did, it would crash the game. So going through the Elite Four, can't heal any in, even in between matches. It was a very entertaining run. One of the most entertaining I've ever seen. But this one... Uh, was done in less than an hour because they can like go to Bellsprout's Pokedex data and then before that you change the boxes to all these different characters, the names of the boxes and then you have these Pokemon aligned in a specific way and then it's just like boop, you're at you know Mount Silver, you don't have any Pokemon so when you try to talk to Red you basically automatically win and you're done. It was just like... It, it felt so cheap and just to, you know, almost like just hack the data, essentially. It was, mm -hmm. was unfortunate. So I guess that was my only disappointment there. YouTuber um, uh, Psycho does a video called uh, Glitch Quest right now where he's, like, doing every glitch from Pokemon. Mm. It's very slow going, but check it out because it's pretty yeah. interesting. But really, a lot of great runs there. They do have them on, you know, so gamesdonequick.com is the website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they'll probably have, you know, replays. There's even actually a Reddit thread. Uh, where we, We'll probably, let me write down that note. We'll link the Reddit thread with all the different uh, video-on-demand playbacks. So if That's there's good. one that you yeah. want to see, go check that out. Hilarity of yeah, the week. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't yeah, I'm, just, I'm just going down the schedule and, and enjoying, like, the fact that they actually updated the uh, times on some of these things. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's a great event, but our hilarity of the week, and it's it's another case of God damn it, video games, <laughs> or whatever we decided. No, right? Like like uh, like the speed runs for charity, like that's never gonna make the news, but this crap will make the news probably. I you know, know right? Uh, mm. Well, and when they did raise over a million dollars, it made the news for sure for the last uh, big speed run event, but. This is an event through the International Esports Federation, which is more of an international, like, you know, Europe and Asia seems to have all these different qualifiers for these different sports events. Uh, even, like, I think Azerbaijan is, like, hosting the basically the grand finals of this whole event. Uh, but ripples were made where tournaments were changed so that they were male-only, as opposed to accepting male and female entrants, and then there were still there were still female only, uh, you know, different games. But now it has changed, you know, after you know being under pressure and all, so that there are some games that are open to all genders, and then there are also some of these a couple games that are also, you know, female only brackets. I understand why they do female only. Uh, I think it is good for their sports to probably develop, you know, female gamer names. I think that, that is important to them. Mm -hmm. yeah, but that's it's, not a bad idea, but... It's totally the wrong approach, though, to say, oh, well, we need to make male-only tournaments now as a, a counterpoint to that. And uh, there was a quote in here that it's just blood-boiling. It's, you know, getting, getting passed around in general. Avoid possible conflicts. Yep. E.g., a female player eliminating a male player during round eight of, of losers, among other things. Who cares? 
Apparently, that's enough to make them want to separate the women from the men because a woman might beat a guy in round eight. And that would be a hit upon their manliness, and it would be embarrassing and a, a shameful point. Like, what the? What are they thinking? I was at a 4th of July party yesterday, yeah. and a Kirby superstar was in the SNES, and this girl beat me at Megaton Punch every time. And I'm not ashamed to say that. No, hell no. I beat her no. once, though. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you did it. <laughs> but, but seriously, just why is this a thing? We're all just people when you, when you go down kind of where I'm at. It makes sense when you split up men and women because of... Physical strength and you know body sizes when physical activity is involved. Yeah, like you know the basketball UFC does it too, and those yeah. women fights kick ass. Oh, by the way, if you've do. ever seen those, like they just do. watch those because they don't give a fuck. They yeah. just swing and it's awesome. When you uh, have when you have you know fundamental differences of strength between the two in that physical activity, then it makes sense. It's mental aptitude twitch reflexes, and other things that are generally equal between the two sexes. Just so it, buttons. It, shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Ah. But at least at this point, this is, we're talking about them overturning it. So Thankfully, yes. This is technically a, a win. But it should not have been an issue in the first place. Yeah, but s- still a win. Let's in the end, put it behind us. I mean, at least we can't say that Ubisoft and the female assassins was a win. Oops. Oops. Mm. Ubisoft. Oops. What are you doing? Ubisoft. Come on. At least, at least, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you almost made words there. Uh, let's get to our story pool. Where uh, This is a big deal. YouTube has been 24 frames per second video for a long time. I thought it was 30. I believe it's 24. I thought it was 24. Okay. Well, I didn't know, but I mean... That's Which is always done because it gives it a, a filmic look. It should be 30. I agree with you because 30 is the digital standard for web video in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. now people want 60 frames per second for their game footage and... You know, even though it still looks a little weird for some games to still be in 60 frames per second, apparently Wolfenstein, the the new shooter, people are kind of... It puts off some people to see that in 60 frames per second. Mario Kart, 60 frames? Hell yes. Smash Brothers, 60 frames? Bring it on. But uh, certain games, and we're going to see, you know, games like Drive Club and the the Order 1886, they're still going to go more 30 to get... A, a, a specific look with all they're trying to accomplish. So and that's fine. Like, yeah. I mean, the option's fine, but but I know also I, having the option on YouTube for sixty frames a second soon is fucking awesome. Like, I'm so stoked. Yeah, yeah. And so that is the big Weird thing, thing to be excited for. But it is, and it's not necessarily like gaming news. But considering how much YouTube is being used for game footage to be uploaded and to see it in its full sixty frames per second, honestly, I'd say that this is gaming news more than any other news. Hmm. I feel like that, too. I'm sure there's other applications and whatnot. Oh, for all the Let's Players, for sure. Yeah. You know what gets me? Uh, I've noticed this. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't watch as much of game footage before Game Grumps, but in those old 2D games, when you get hurt and you blink, like, yep. the character yes. will just fucking disappear. Yes. Because <laughs> it doesn't catch the frames of the character, like, actually appearing. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, absolutely. So, so uh, that more than anything, I'm happy. And I know yeah. at work, um, you know, for real real job, full-time job, full-time consequences, etc. cetera, uh, right. I do video in 60 frames per second because the difference when you're interviewing people, the look between 30 and 60 frames per second is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like most games, like you may have some difficulty picking that up. If you look at the difference between two people talking on camera, when it's shot in 60, when it's shot in 30, there's a clear difference. And it kind of sucks that, like, oh, my footage is being dumbed to 24 for YouTube? Okay. Even though the video is still in 60, that's what I exported it as. So, very excited for this. I wonder if people have to, like, re-edit all the videos and we'll get to, like, see that. Uh, maybe re-upload. No, yeah, re-upload. Yeah. Yeah. If they, like, still have the original file somewhere, you know? Right. You know, this is a weird example too, but uh, just uh, when I was watching Grumps and watching Sonic 06, like hundreds of episodes, mm, yeah. just hundred, I mean, uh, and then like I popped in Sonic 06 one day, I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> it was very noticeable actually, and then yeah. I played it for 10 minutes and got mad and quit, but <laughs> example. How, how much of that was loading screen? Oh, dude, let's not. Nine. <laughs> this is, I was fighting the egg dog in the desert level with Sonic, egg and I didn't Egg Cerberus. Doesn't Cerberus have like three heads? Yes. That's stupid. Uh yes. that game, man. Uh, I did I did a homing attack and then Sonic is shot into the ceiling and just like froze. Yep. And I'm like, huh. So yeah, this is coming soon for YouTube. They don't have a specific you know, time or date, but coming soon, so hype. Hey, at least that egg service boss was really easy to sit with Sonic, because then you just turn to the purple jump and fly into the air real quick, and then you just fall on him, and it's good. Oh, those gems. Speaking of hype, a headline I did not believe when I first heard. Oh, no, I didn't either. I showed Super, and we're like, cool, and I'm like, that's not real, though. I mean, come on. Yeah, who would believe that Platinum Games is making a Legend of Korra video game out this fall? And then when you realize it's real and you think of all the crazy implications, you just kind of get excited. It is pretty exciting. Uh, they are having a writer from, you know, one of the lead writers penning the story. It's a inter-story between seasons two and three. Mm-hmm. So for those that know what happened at the end of season two, it's a pretty big event. Though I recently caught up on Korra because they aired the first three episodes last week on Friday mm-hmm. of uh, this you know, third season, third book. And uh, season two was pretty weak overall, I thought. Uh, uh, in spots. I, I, I hear a lot of, like, mixed, like, bitching about Korra. And I'm not saying they're wrong, but I, I don't think I care as much. I don't think I'm as invested or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it affects, like, Avatar is fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, oh, hell yeah. I don't think this tarnishes it. I don't think it's that no, bad either. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, the first season was really good, and it just resolved very quickly because of... And that was also with how, what they were expecting. That's what That was the original plan. Like, and I once, still think there were some flaws in that whole little arc, but I thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, expected for one season. Now they suddenly have... You know, more. Uh, the beginnings, like with the first Avatar, that hour-long, you know, section, that was so cool. Mm. But Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it. it. It was really good. But then, like, the villains became predictable. The, the plots became predictable. You know, characters were stretched out all over the place, had each of their little arcs. Uh, this season feels like Team Avatar again, which is exciting. Mm. Um, 
I will say I liked a lot of the settings and ideas in season two. Like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, there's some spirit world stuff. I'll say that, and there's yeah. not a whole lot of spoilers. No, and no. the spirit world's fucking beautiful and cool to look at. That's all I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this this game though, uh, it's interesting. They're having a, a contest. Oh, there you go. We get the we get the gif of the reaction, which is totally appropriate. Um, they're apparently having a contest for a uh, box art. You know, you go to their Facebook page, little three uh, image album, and pick like on which box art you want to be selected. So uh, that's interesting. You don't see too many games doing that. Uh, I have total faith in Platinum, though. Uh, this is... Oh, they've never given us a reason not to. Exactly. This is... I see one thing that might go poorly. What's that? The three-on-three bending arena stuff. Oh, the pro bending? The pro vending, I feel like that will either become like a, like oh cool another pro vending event, but I'm like yeah it's probably gonna be like the side game to it, so yeah. it's probably gonna suck. Yeah, no, I I could see that, but we'll see. they either have to make it fast and fun, or they'll make it like too like they'll try to stick to the show too much or something, and mm-hmm. it'll just go over poorly. Bayonetta, Metal Gear Rising, uh, they should do a great job. With, with this Legend of Korra action game. And apparently also a strategy-centric 3DS game. Uh, different developer, but... Mm. Pretty exciting. Activision's the publisher, though. So, let's hold our breath. Uh, so, because they kind of have a bad track record with licensed things. <laughs> uh, studio in Trouble, Crytek. Uh, sources are saying that you know staff is not being paid... UK studios, they haven't apparently been to work for a couple weeks. Uh, apparently, Rise, Son of Rome, was due for a sequel. I don't think it needed one after playing it a couple weeks ago. it sold too well either, no. did it? No, not really. But <laughs> That's that, probably the fucking problem right now. But it's right. likely been canned. Um, this is always a, a troubling thing for game studios, whether it's publishers or game studios themselves. When... They lose work. It's not a good sign. New. Uh, it's, it's funny how how many like games like old developers could make like back in the day when they weren't so expensive to make, mm-hmm. and now like one bad project can just fuck you so bad. Uh, well, then it, yeah. it's a shame. Think, well, it makes you think then like what's happening then with Team Eco? I mean, it's yeah. been years and they have no product yet they're still apparently hanging on. How do they make something like that work? But then. Studios like this, you have one slip up and you're starting to go down the drain. Like, what the were hell? You, were you listening to that Nintendo voice chat where they were talking about Platinum, how they just kind of make whatever they want, never really profit a whole lot, and they just kind of stay afloat and keep yeah. making your game somehow? It's like, how the fuck? How do they do that? Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, like, I know, you know my brother, when he was having work with uh, issues with work, because they're a startup company where he works, and like, issues with paying employees and you know, morale getting low there, like, I don't know, that's tough for a startup, but this is Crytek, like, this, these are people who have made bold statements about games in the past, they've made some good games, they are, you know, they have a footing, it's not like a startup studio, and yet they're having these troubles with, you know, not paying people, and that's ridiculous, a tense, unstable environment for workers, you, you can't work like that, mm-hmm. so that's crazy, crazy. Mm. That's really too bad. 
But Mighty Number no. Nine made some news yesterday because this is you know a weekend for Anime Expo. It's for Rooster Teeth Expo. You have Screw Attack uh, Convention SGC uh, next weekend. But Mighty Number no. Nine made some news this weekend. Mm-hmm. They're getting an animated series, which is really cool. I'm uh, not a sucker for the 3D animation, but you know I'll take what I get. I'm gonna watch Sonic Boom too, you know. Right. Uh, and the other thing is they open up pre-orders for Mighty Number no. Nine, which you can check out. Mm. Which you know that's cool. And they're like doing another. It's not a Kickstarter. This is where I'm semi-confused on their goal. Yeah. Uh, let me go. I have no idea what's really going on. I just know what's going on. They're asking. For, okay, this is just weird to describe. Uh, they're asking for more money, kind of. Uh, it will the 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 amount that they raised and everything that they said they set out to do, like that's getting done. Like all the stretch goals they reached, like all that stuff's going to be in there. This isn't like oh we need more money. This is like a new set of stretch goals, kind of. Dot dot dot. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one the the only stretch goal they have set out because they're not sure how this is going to go is like uh, another hundred uh, thousand. They'll get full English voice acting. And the well, way guess- to to help fund it, here's where I'm confused. Uh, you get there's only two funding options right now. It's like fifty dollars, and you get the final game, digital rewards, all of our strategy guide, digital, all that crazy stuff, soundtrack, and then like another one where you get early stream access for eighty dollars, and uh, and that's that's cool. Uh, and I'm not like disagreeing with this idea or anything, but there definitely needs to be other options mm. because. Uh, too with like, I've I've been, I'm a backer, so I've got the game already. There's yeah. no reason for me, and I want to help. Like I want to help give a little more. Like there needs to be like cheaper options or like other little things if you already like got the secured your title of the game. Which I did kind of tweet at them like, hey, you need other options or you need like, like I wouldn't mind one to ten dollars just giving it to them. Like no reward. Like give me a little sticker on the form. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Like just yeah. something so I can help, but I don't like need a you know a big robust reward, and uh, they're pretty good at listening to people. So I do hope they develop this idea more because it's not bad, but right. it does seem kind of underdeveloped. I think a little bit, yeah. Um, there are also some talks about like people aren't sure about the kind of characterization of Beck in this animation. Like he seems a little too goofy and. I think that's just more they're adapting to what people generally want because the first concept are like he looks like oh, this you know badass kid robot and like in a in a cartoon he's gonna need personality mm-hmm. so will be interesting to see uh, I've check I've been check the trailer mm-hmm. trailer's cute yeah it's a thing it's uh, like not much trailer. else to come out of. Uh, Anime Expo and RTX, though, on a gaming front. I mean, the big thing from Anime Expo on an anime front was uh, the Sailor Moon Crystal dub reveal and the cast reveal and all that. And Which, didn't they, like, stream that shit? Like, yeah. 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 That, that's really cool. That's a big thing for, uh, for these mm-hmm. two events in general. They had, you know, big Twitch presences. So that was really neat. I'm really, I'm really happy to see anime start to slowly kind of get over here in different ways faster. Mm-hmm. What was that new anime that aired on Toonami that was made by the Bebop guy? Like, oh, 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 Space Dandy. Space Dandy, yeah, yeah. like that aired here before it aired there. That was right. fucking awesome. Like, yeah. they should do like simultaneous dubs more. There's no reason they can't. Like, because all they gotta do is just go over the lip flaps in American. 
mm-hmm. you know, that's about it, really. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But, you know, there are people who are excited about uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah, the dub choices I think are really good. Uh, some people have some gripes with the art style, but it's a it's a retelling, uh, almost kind of like a Dragon Ball Z Kai, I would imagine in a way. Not like to condense everything, but it's it's not a new story. It's you know telling the first season in an updated style. So. I, I'm I kind of am curious too, and I've never been a big fan because it's kind of. Uh, Dated in storytelling and Monster of the Week and what it's, all that's kind of shoujo. <laughs> it's yeah, let the, that's a better word. Uh, I've also heard Kai recently. They've started doing the Boo Saga in Japan. Yeah, and they've used new music and it's very like we're going to air this in every country. Like it's very self-aware and interesting. There's still filler. Like it's ninety episodes they're condensing, but they are doing it into sixty. Hmm. And they did the whole fucking first three sagas in a hundred episodes. It gets a bummer, man. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know what to think of it. Man, but that, just uh, some good times. Remember with uh, watching with with Samurai Panda and and Epic, now known as Mashum or Mashumaro. Yeah, uh, just <laughs> watching Dragon Ball Z Kai with them. And good times, good times. I went on a big run of Dragon Ball and then Kai. It was fucking awesome, and I'm kind of waiting for Boo just to kind of complete my sets. But since we're like in the subject real quick, I want to let, like let people know. Go check out uh, Funimation Secure the Rights to Battle of the Gods, the new DBZ movie that aired that like Toriyama like worked on and everything. Yeah, uh, that came out in Japan I think last year. They had the world premiere at Anime Expo. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. they're doing the dub like in theaters. So check out the theater listings if you want to go because that's gonna be awesome. If it's playing locally, and, for sure. And it's the dub, too, so you'll get to hear the dub for like the first time. But is Lanny Pator doing Vegeta? <laughs> no, but we will get to see Christopher Sabat sing the bingo song. Which, All if right. you know what that is, that's going to be fucking yeah, awesome. I can't, yeah. That's worth price of admission. Pretty a lot much. of theaters, though, so you should have a good chance, so look that up. It's in uh, early right. August, I believe, like the 5th, 6th, uh, 7th, 8th. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Out recently for games, uh, Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark. Apparently very disappointing. Uh, yep. People had a lot of good things to say about War for Cybertron a couple years ago. Uh, I heard that this one was like this big chance for a lot of really cool, like... From what I heard, it like had a lot of different like continuities and realities of the Transformers. Yeah, all tried to, things tried to merge a couple mixed. universes, yeah. Yeah, that they actually ended up never mixing or like not mixing in any cool way. Mm. It was just, like, one big missed opportunity of a game. Yeah, uh, that's really unfortunate. Uh, Valiant Hearts The Great War, getting some good reviews. I look forward to playing it. That'll probably be in my What Are You Playing next episode within the next couple weeks. Uh, so that's, you know, telling different you know emotional stories from World War One based on true stories. So if you play Telltale Games, I think it's something you should check out. There's a dog, so you know it's going to be There's sad. There's a dog. It's going to be sad. Yeah. Uh, we did talk about Shovel Knight getting great reviews. Do play it, especially if you're a fan of the retro platformers. Uh, and it's, it's just one of the best Check games out the of the soundtrack year. even, too. Oh, the soundtrack is, is amazing. And uh, Wii Sports Club finally finished uh, rele- uh, releasing all of their games on digital platforms. It's still to come in a retail form. But if you wanted to, you could... 40 bucks. Get it on your Wii U eShop, but make sure you check that your Wii remote works on your Wii U. <laughs> In other words, don't get it. It was a mistake are, for me to get it with my setup. I'll just are we out. are we about to like head into a game drought here soon? Yeah, yeah. July is looking pretty bleak. 
And well, guess of, what? We'll just have to count on Project M for releasing a new guy. I guess so. Or catching up on your uh, your game resolutions. That's what I'm going to do. I don't think I've touched one of mine. I'm not 100 percent sure. You gotta gotta get to it. Although at the end of August, Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. Get hyped. You guys kinda, certainly do seem to be enjoying that. Get hype. I'm just waiting for High Roll Warriors at this point. I think. Ooh, that'll be good too. And that's a little while. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, yeah that's maybe. September, late September, I think. Late September, twenty yeah, sixth. Yeah. All right, let's wrap things up with our YouTube video recommendations. Super, what you got? What I have, I'm getting it right now. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Uh, it's completely just me saying, "Hey guys, look at me." Uh, it's my battles at CEO. Now, I don't know if you guys if you guys will ever see my doubles battle against Mewtwo King and Zero, but those went over poorly. <laughs> Me and my partner were we we've never actually teamed together ever. So, so the fact that uh we just kind of like, well, I don't have a partner, you don't have a partner, do you wanna just team? Didn't go over so well. And then we take on placed... a couple of the best players in the world, yeah. Yeah, that was our that was not technically our round one, but it was it was our round two. Our round one was against people who are getting videotaped, hmm. like as some sort of CEO documentary, hmm. which was confusing. I'm sure that was an interesting experience. Yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of like, all right, we're just gonna play these guys, and they're gonna have a documentary. And, all right. But uh, yeah, we trashed those guys. They weren't actually all that great. So. Um, and then we were up against Mewtwo King and Zero, and that sucked. A lot. Mm. And our other buddies from Michigan ended up against Wizrobe and Plup, mm. who, if you were paying attention to the results, were the winners. Yes. And Mewtwo King and Zero were second place. So our technical round ones for all of Michigan fight first and second place. Hooray, Michigan. Yep. But check ended out... up losing. Yeah, check and, out your uh, at uh, CEO. Yep, you can find them under the video game bootcamp channel. However, my uh, name is incorrect on the yeah. They they they're incorrect. So uh, it's not Solharath. It's not Solharath. It's Solhar Solhar if. Yeah, it's E T H, not A T H. And I try. I I've been throwing a bunch of things at them, saying, "Hey, please fix this," and I haven't been able to get that fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, we'll get those linked to you in the show notes and go check them out. Uh, Tony? It's looking through a bunch of these and I'll have to show you one that me and Super really enjoyed just privately. Just because I wanted to mention something else. Uh, just look up new Paper Mario. <laughs> I'm trying Teaser. to stop it, but they're not muting on every page. Teaser 1. And uh, it's this guy pretty much retexturing the original Paper Mario look uh, more cleaner and look like Thousand Year Door pretty much, which mm. I think is a really cool fucking cause. Because uh, not that Paper One, Paper Mario One was like ugly or anything, but there were like two just looked way better. And I, yeah. I was never a big fan of the Mario like model in that game for some reason. So it just looks really cool. So it's new Paper Mario. Uh, I'll send you a link. Oh, okay. I got it right here. And uh, I'm going to give this to Yoko to put in the show notes. Go like his Facebook page because he just made one and it's kind of floundering because I've been following this guy since I like found it on DeviantArt a long time ago. But go help him out because it's a really cool project. All right. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if you wanted to also mention uh, Gerard the Completionist's 100th episode. Oh my god. It was fantastic. It was, was fantastic and that fucking... Uh, did, did you... Have you been following the Mario All-Stars pack joke? Yes. Like, did you cry when... <laughs> he when, was just like... Greg know. even finished Mario All-Stars packs. Something Gerard could never do. Yeah. <laughs> well, a, lot of, a lot of great cameos. Oh god, yeah, that was awesome. If you're a John Tron fan, go go watch that. And that's right, Kind uh, King was in the uh, the different compilations there at the end. He was kind of near the middle in the, I believe, it was the second shot. So our, our very own Kind King in uh, featured in the collection of copies being destroyed. Yeah. Um, I, I got two copies and I didn't burn one. I should have. <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend a podcast to you all. Cool. Uh, I, I know I shouldn't because, like, oh, you should be listening to this. Another show is on the Show Me Your News Network at showmeyournews.com. But this, I listen to other podcasts. But this is a, uh, a different podcast with the guys over at IGN. Um, if I, I can't believe, like, no one else does this idea as well as they do, but man, they're fantastic, and I'm, I wish I had thought of this too. But the Game Over Greggy show uh, basically takes you know four, you know a four mainstay cast. Sometimes they get an extra guest, and basically the idea is just bring any random topic to the table, like anything, and they talk about it for about fifteen twenty minutes or so. Uh, they're really starting to hit it into their own. They have a lot of you know really cool guests lately. They had Aisha Tyler on as a guest. They had Damian Clark, who's the voice of Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2. Uh, coming up this week, they'll have Jeff Gersman from Giant Bomb. Uh, but, you know, Greg Miller, Colin Moriarty, Tim Geddes, Nick Scarpino, all from IGN. Uh, it's a great listen. And what they do is they put out an MP3 on Bandcamp for like a dollar on like the Friday, on every Friday basically. But then throughout that upcoming week, they just parse out each of their topics on YouTube before they release the full episode on YouTube at the end of the week. So you can just watch there it's on YouTube for free essentially. Uh, but it is a fun podcast to listen to. So I recommend the Game Over Greggy show. And also, if you're a big Metal Gear fan, the YouTuber Young Ye... Y-O-N-G-Y-E-A uh, has two... Well, he has a, a significant retrospective kind of look, you know, in-depth look at the E3 2014 Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain trailer. Just looking at everything very in-depth. And then he has a follow-up that's, you know, some fan corrections or some even further insights. Uh, if you're a big Metal Gear fan, like, I'm, I'm pretty damn hyped even more for Phantom Pain now. Uh, because of some of the theories that game. The, the theories that are coming out of that, uh, you know, we were talking about the character Eli when we first saw him last year. Yeah, and we were kind of making speculations, and based on the uh, apparently based on the clothing he was wearing, like oh, dude, it, I knew about it, that. It totally yeah. confirms, you know, who we thought he was going to be based on last year's trailer. It's really cool. So uh, it, it's a lot, I'm a lot of good. So it's David it Hader, is. is he? No. Ah, how'd you know? 
So definitely check out that the Game Over Greggy podcast. And I'm going. I'm going dark on Metal Gear for a while. Oh, yeah, I'm so. I'm so into it. Um, I am too, man. It's my favorite thing. Like next to Ava, like you don't gotta tell me, but mm-hmm. I wanna. Because man, some of the pre stuff before four kind of ruined it. Uh, but man, I'm, I'm hyped too. But yeah. Uh, Anything else we need to cover in this episode? I think that about does it. We're at an I hour just, and a half, so I just realized Sequelitis had a new episode. Oh gosh! General recommendation: go see that because it's good. Interesting, you say it's good. You didn't like it. I thought it was okay, but I definitely did not like it as much as his other sequel latencies. The thing that was interesting about it and that everyone's kind of agreed on is even if they're arguing against his points, it's got people talking about more so the good and bad things about Zelda game design, yeah. which is really good to hear because I think that those games are kind of like free of you know criticism sometimes. This is fucking Zelda, it's the best game ever. It's like, no, there's still some things wrong with it, you know. Mm. The Skyward Sword stuff was a cheap shot. It was. It was he, so unneeded. He said it he was, was a gonna, lot of unneeded stuff, but I mean, when he went off on his rant, he wasn't too wrong. It just wish he didn't have to go through it the entire way through the video until he blew up about it. Yeah. Well, the next I, I mean, episode, he came out and said it was going to be Skyward Sword. Well, at least there's two. Huh, yeah. interesting that he's going away from that. Because it used to be just he's, he was going to say that, oh, after Link to the Past Ocarina of Time, it's going to be uh, Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid 2. I'd rather like to uh, see the see him do a small mini-episode. He's already kind of done that yeah, before, hasn't that's he? right, with uh, Super Castlevania 4, so... Right. So I think that's a pretty good way to... Actually, a pretty good way to, like, be able to clarify some things. When I saw it, I had two opinions on it. One was that he was right about a lot of things. Mm. But number two, he was also very wrong in being as angry as he is now about it. Back then, those were like new techniques to be tried and and worked with. For the time, yeah. Yeah, very groundbreaking things to try. And it probably really wasn't all based around waiting. It was just kind of like... This is just the way it is. And, you know, sometimes you have to wait for your opponent to reveal themselves. Mm -hmm. And there's not a whole lot of technology there to make it anything more than a couple of kind of simplistic waiting techniques. It felt like he he wants games to be just go, go, go all the time, don't stop. And so it felt like a lot of misplaced anger. If you watch Game of Thrones. Not entirely. I understand understand where he's coming from, though. And he's actually right about a lot of things, especially like... Some of the Stelphos things, and especially Deku Shrubs, those are really just based on waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really not allowed to just be talented enough to work your way through them super quick. You're, st- you're stuck just sitting there with your shield up, backed off a bit, waiting for it to come over. Yeah. It hits your shield, waiting for it to go back. Something a little bit more instantaneous, or, you know, something that's where you're mostly just in control. Uh, instead of having to wait on some phantom counter to go by, it's actually one of the biggest problems I have with a lot of platforming ba- platforming bosses these days. That you all just have to sit there and wait and wait and wait, and you just have to wait for this one thing to happen. I think a lot of people. I mean, I think probably the best way to put it is the uh, judging between Green Hill Zone, the boss, and Sonic. Mm. 
And an early example would be Aquatic Ruins boss, mm-hmm. where you're just waiting yeah. and waiting and waiting. Not if you cheat it and jump on the totem yeah. pole. <laughs> exactly. Spin but, dash, yeah. but as if we saw that from, properly. <laughs> yeah. If you're supposed to do it how the way it is supposed to go, it's a lot of waiting. And that turns every encounter into an Aquatic Ruin boss, when every encounter should be more like a... Uh, Green Hill boss, which is actually one of the nice things about Skyward Sword was that there was a lot less of the waiting and a lot more of the approaching it in a specific way. I like Skyward Sword myself. Yeah, so. in general I did too. I can't wait to see what he has to say about it. There was a lot of problems I had with the dungeons in some cases. It's, but I, And I definitely understand his his problem with tentacles or whatever his I, name was. Oh, I yeah. do I do know a lot of people. I just kind of want to end on this note, whether agreed or not, uh, that are just kind of like, Zelda's Ocarina is the best game ever, and just completely like numb to any criticism. Any, And he did point out some good things, and he did yeah. point out some things that Zelda could be doing better. And then he went on to like praise uh, Link to the Past too. He said like this is how it should be more. Like and then he, they and need then, to take you know. steps. Like Zelda is not immune from that. I think. I the thing that kind of bothered me a little busy. And I like Zelda too. I want to say too. It but. felt too like oh the original Zelda is the gold standard. Like this is what it was designed for. So all Zeldas must be like this, and they can't break away from this ever. Like no, I didn't agree with that. And yeah, plus, Ocarina Ocarina is not the best because it's Wind Waker. That's true too. I'm just, I'm just saying. There's, a, I have problems with Wind Waker as a design. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. But I'm like, hey, you have this big old ocean to explore. Well, cool. What can I explore? Eh, nothing. Just kind of waves. Oh, cool. It's really restricted in the beginning too. I noticed when you're playing HD, the boat's like can't go that way yet. I'm like, but far, man. Come on. <laughs> Well, we'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode. Hopefully we'll have some some more exciting gaming news. Maybe a character, Sakurai. That'd that'd be great for Smash Brothers. But between then... Until then... Quite a lot of content for you next weekend. Absolutely. So stick with us on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash showmeyournews. Starting Thursday afternoon through, definitely through Saturday, maybe a little bit of stuff on Sunday this uh, upcoming weekend. That's the 10th through the 13th. We're going to be having our anniversary stream because Show Me Your News is turning seven. So we'll have hashtag seven years of SMYN. Uh, We'll be doing our day-long stream on Saturday. We'll be doing card games and board games on Friday. A lot of game streams during the course of those events. And so you won't want to miss it. We'll be putting highlights on our YouTube channel at Show Me Your News. That'll be a, a good time all around. So we're even considering... Uh, streaming the Evo tournament with our reactions, almost like we did with uh, with E3, instead of but now actually you know live streaming it. So every, you know, Sminges could join and watch Evo and get our reactions, and we can get a chat going. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. All right. So on that note, with that, I am Yoko. I'm Super. I'm Tony. And we're out. We'll see you next time. Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd, over at showmeyournews.com. Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at showmeyournews.com slash forum.
your news. There's a bunch of weird pictures of me from the party we had yesterday. There's a yeah. giant American dick pinata that we had. Yeah, I saw that. I'm just kind of like, is this Tony's coming out party? No. Because <laughs> it just seems like Tony's pointing towards the deck and looking really happy with himself. <laughs> So here you go, people on stream. You're getting uh, an insight of what we're planning. All right. So, All right. so which version of Mario Party are we playing? Oh, um, I like three the most. Well, we did three last year, so we should do something different. I know. And we I did three here too, and then like I came from behind in the last two turns <laughs> and got four stars when I had zero. Hmm. That's not I true. Want, there's uh, there's Tales of the Abyss. Yeah, man. As a possible game stream. It's just not fair to devote one hour to it. Mm. So here's what I'm thinking. For the, uh, the, the draft tournament or friendlies, if you do a draft tournament, we should come up with rules like, you know, there's one character that we have to kind of veto or ban for each person. So, like, <laughs> Super, you can't play Sonic because that's not fair. <laughs> I've got... So you have to ban like four characters. Yeah, that's he's gonna well. Break then the you get to pick one, and then everyone me. else picks the others. I don't remember getting any fucking like offense in when I played him when he came to visit. <laughs> I just remember a lot of it just being like, no, 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 stop, no, <laughs> like that was it. <laughs> that's what yeah, I was or it could be friendlies. Yeah, I mean, draft tournament would be a lot of fun, but, like, I'm going to say right now, you guys have to ban quite a few characters for me. Okay. But I swear to God, if you don't let me choose, like, one of them, I'm not going to have as much fun. So like, we'll, we'll figure out how to make that more fair. Mm-hmm. But well, really, what version of uh, Mario Party Mario do you want to do? Probably, f I like five, but, like, I like five for its, like, battle minigame thing it had going for it. Okay. And its single player was fantastic. Um, but as far as minigames are concerned, let's save our palms and not do one. Yes. Um, but I do know Mario Party 2 is a huge favorite. Okay. So um, I'd say leave it at two or ask the Sminjas. Okay. Yeah, that'll be something we can ask them. Mm-hmm. 